as you come out of your comfort zone and you start to experiment with more and more drinks, whether that be beers, cocktails, teas or sodas, what you're going to find is some of those drinks are going to be pretty good. Some of those drinks are going to be absolutely terrible. Some may even be memorable, but there's only going to be a handful that grab your attention and make you think that that particular drink was made just for you. Vodka has always been one of my weapons of choice. And if you've listened to the show at all, you know that I love ginger. So the ability to mix in a ginger beer with an ice-cold vodka, a sprig of mint, and a splash of lime has always been something that I've found appealing. And if you've listened to some of our past episodes, you would have seen that I've given you guys some different varieties of mules that you can dry. But it wasn't until recently that I've come across my favorite mule to date, and that is a moonshine mule. The moonshine is from Capital K Distillery, located here in Winnipeg, Manitoba. The best part about using the moonshine in the mule is that this moonshine has a very fruity, citrusy aftertaste to it that really mixes well with ginger. But don't let that fool you. That subtle citrus flavor is enough to give this moonshine mule a kick of citrus that makes it so distinct from a regular mule that you take notice. Trust me, if you like Moscow Mules, this is a drink that you're going to want to try. So go out, get yourself some moonshine, use that instead of vodka, and you'll be happy that you did. Remember, we're here to help you drink better and drink responsibly. So get out of your comfort zone, try something new, and support local whenever you can. And if you're searching for any more drink recipes, make sure you check us out on IG at Thirst World Problems or check out our website at thirstworldproblems.ca for some more drink recipes and some videos coming later in the year. Now, before we hop into the show, there's only one more thing left to do. Theme music! Welcome to the Thirst World Problems Podcast, where we talk about drinks, current events, music, and more. Now, here's your host, Nick Dugall, and his panel of experts, B, Bell, and the infamous Doc. This is Bell coming at you from behind the mic on Thirst World Problems, and you know if we're doing an episode, I have my usual suspects here with me. We got Nikki the Dragon Steamboat and my boy B, and I'm not even going to give him a chance to talk. We're going to hop right into the episode, and we are going to solve one of your Thirst World Problems. So today, the question coming in has to do with what is your favorite outdoor activity while enjoying a beverage? And I'm going to add an extra layer of difficulty to the question by phrasing it in this manner. Because it is winter here in Winnipeg, that is what we're going to focus on. One of your favorite outdoor activities while enjoying a beverage. And once again, I am going to play Mike Hogg, and I'm just going to hop right in. And I'm going to say there's nothing better just nothing better than going for a nice leisurely stroll even in the winter while enjoying a nice warm cup of hot chocolate and Baileys. Now, you know how partial I am to a little bit of sweet with a little bit of a kick. So this works out perfectly. You've got your hot chocolate. you got your Baileys. You're going to enjoy yourself. Hey, if you want to spike that with anything else, go ahead. You know, you could also just go for a walk with a hot chocolate. You know, it doesn't have to be an alcoholic beverage. Even though this is Thirst World Problems, we encourage 
encourage you to enjoy beverages, whether alcoholic, non-alcoholic. Just go out and have a good drink. That's all we really want you to have. Doesn't matter what kind of kick you have. Could be a sugar kick. Might be a little, you know, healthy tea. So maybe you got some ginger or some ginseng in there. We just want you to be healthy and enjoy a better drink. But I am curious. Sorry, guys, I'm hogging the mic. But I am curious to know. What are some of your favorite outdoor activities? And in fact, Nick, can you skate? Can I skate? No. Not at all, bro. Yeah, me either. Not a lick. I'll tell you something. I don't know why you can say winter is a sport, right? Like a sport is like you actually doing stuff. <laughs> you snowboarding, you're just standing there and fucking defying gravity. Defying gravity, man. That's pretty much it. So But uh winter sports, no. I would love to snowboard, though, even though I just bash snowboarding. I would love to snowboard. That's probably <laughs> one thing I would actually try, but uh, I don't think I have a, I don't think I have colored friends that are ready to take that next step. Bro, I own a snowboard. I own two of them. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, yeah. We used to go all the time. Oh, look at, you see Nick's eyes? <laughs> when you, what do you ask that? Really? His eyes came out of his head because he couldn't believe it. We used to go every yeah, Christmas two? holiday, man. Well, hey, man, I had an old one, and then we used to just take uh, like uh, trips to Holiday Mountain, like Little Dinky Hill around here. And then we one year we were going to uh, out to BC, and I said, "Man, I need a new board. I need fresh boots. I need all the new gear to hit the mountains." Sean White, so right? you just, you just snowboard the entire BC. We snowboarded at uh, a few of the big hills out there, and then we started going to Fernie every every Christmas break before Christmas. Come back on Christmas Eve. Okay, but hey, hold, hold up. Shit. We need to kick him out of the podcast. <laughs> well, why this do you guy just snowboard too, man? What's the difference between your two snowboards? One, one is for beginners. Then <laughs> one's for beginners, man. <laughs> my second one okay, is okay, okay, curved and a lot lighter for me to hit my tricks, man. Okay, that's pretty much what it is because I have no clue what the difference. Like a board's a board to me. One's just, so the f- one's more like carbon fibered, and you can just. Do a flip on it or what? Well, definitely gives you more control. It's this one was a wider, so it gave me a better stance, especially when you're going down the mountains. For something just around here to learn on, it didn't quite matter what you like what you start with in all honesty, because our hills aren't that steep. You're not gonna be going you're not just blasting down a hill and you don't need tons of control for our short runs. It's a lot different when you're out in the mountains. Because you want a lot more control over what you're doing. So that's why. And also you grow. So board length is also a big uh, determiner on some of the control that you have on your board. Like when you're saying control, you mean like control in the air? Like you can like just mod mod your tricks in the air? Like <laughs> Tony Hawk or what? Like, uh, oh, what was that PS2? Was it? Uh, cool borders? Oh, fuck. Yes, exactly. Cool yeah, cool, cool borders, man. Where yeah, you can, you can actually see your pop. I can do a uh, one eighty, and I can do a few grabs to get to that level where you're doing flips. Yeah, no. Then <laughs> you also have to risk falling on your head, and I try to avoid doing that. I'll just say it. Then you wouldn't be on the pod, right? You'd be making all this money and stuff. So, so you don't have to not say that at the end. There, we won't be <laughs> offended by it. Yeah, just say you sacrificed your uh, snowboarding career for the podcast. I'm okay with that. You went corporate. Then. <laughs> Also spent a student loan buying a brand new snowboard. So, well, what you bought? How much was your student loan? 
Holy shit, man. We're just undercovering your hidden life right now. I can't believe you guys didn't know that. I thought I told a story about that. Uh, never told the story about this. The Christmas Eve miracle? I never told the Christmas Eve miracle? I'm pretty sure I must have. Please, please continue. So this is one of our trips to Fernie, and we've been on the hill all day. Fernie. Just, and you know, you're on the hill all day, so you get out there nice and early. You leave at 6 o'clock, you get there, you're going hard. Weekend at Fernie's. Hill closes up. <laughs> Hill closes up at about 4. You go grab a bike, then you go back for your night ski, and you can do that. So that's the whole weekend. And at night, then you're just partying, having a good time. We get to our last day, and we're doing the same thing. We even did another night ski run. And then you finish, and it's the day before Christmas Eve at around 9 o'clock. We have to head back because we need to get back for Christmas Eve. It's a 13, 14-hour drive. So there's about eight of us out there. We have a minivan and a two-series sports car kind of thing. Me and my buddy were in the sports car, and the idea is you're supposed to trade off while someone sleeps, you know, you get a fresh person in the car, take someone from the van just to keep everyone fresh and going. Me and my buddy hop in the car and we're like, let's just drive back to Winnipeg. We, this should be no problem. I'm feeling good. You feeling good? He's like, yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm like wide awake, man. 12 hours. We can do 12 hours easy. Let's go. So this is when the blueprint basically is bumping. So we got the blueprint going. We're listening to that back and forth, back and oh, forth. Shit. And like I said, we were out on the hill. We're out on the hill all day. So now it's just the furthest thing from Jay-Z's like environment. <laughs> but now it's catching up with us, right? Jay-Z would be rolling over his grave right now. <laughs> 10 30, 11 o'clock. It's catching up with us. And my buddy's driving. And he's like, yo, I'm good. I am so good. And I'm like, all right, man, because I'm starting to fade. And he's like, don't worry about it. I got it. So he's driving. And I just pass out so hard. Just leave it. He's like, shoot, you think we should get one of the guys from the other car? I'm like, nah, man, I'll, I'll stay up with you. Boom. <laughs> the moment we get on the road for a long stretch, I pass out. I'm like, I'm done. Just sleepy as shit. And next thing I know, I'm getting a tap on my shoulder. I'm like, what's, what's up? He's like, oh, just stopping off for Tim Hortons. And I'm... Bro, like it's it's your turn, it's your shit. The most Canadian thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Just stopping for a Tim Hortons. No mention of any coffee or French vanilla. Or- Bro, I'm just stopping for some Timmy's, eh? <laughs> but he's like it's your shift you're up it's like okay all right so i get up and i do a couple laps around the parking lot and like you know try to get the blood going i'm like whoo good 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 give myself a face wash like boom oh. sure you're not sugarcoating the story <laughs> i'm good to go this is sweet let's go i hop like in the driver's cocaine. side it sounds like you did cocaine. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> it sounds like that laugh. It sounds like he's on. Oh, I wish. I give my, like I said, a hop behind the wheel. My buddy comes back with his coffee, and we take off. He finishes his coffee, and I've never seen this before, but finishes his coffee, so you think that he's going to be high up on caffeine and shit. Finishes his coffee and passes out, <laughs> like, instantly. So I'm like, okay. That's fine. He did this. I can do my shift too. So I, so I'm going. And as you go up, like two two hours, the first two hours, no problem, man. I I felt good. I was like, okay, I can drive us all the way back to Winnipeg, man. This is gonna be easy, light work. And then about three hours, three and a half in, I start being like, whoa, now now this is all coming back to me, man. And my shoulders start drooping. I'm like play number one. 
have so like a, like like a coke, have some caffeine. Boom, boom, boom. Like okay, that gets me only like another fifteen minutes. Shoulders start drooping again. I'm like okay. Oh. <laughs> Shoulders are just <laughs> number. Done. Play number two. Open a window and crank the music. So I'm like, this is sweet. So that air is just hitting me in the face, hitting me in the face. I'm like okay. <laughs> Anytime I feel even a little bit tired, I just turn my head towards the window and just get that breeze. Like whoo. Okay. All right. All right. So now we get to a point where I don't know if you guys know the highways here, but it divides off where it's uh, not a two lane highway. Oh, it's by uh, St. Norbert out there? <laughs> no, 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 but just, just sectioned off, right? Where you have two lanes on one side, two lanes on the other side. So you're not, there's no incoming traffic. There's no incoming traffic. So we get there, but it's pitch black. Now you've kind of off the, like off the consistent path of like intersections and new cities coming up. And cruising along, and I think I am fucking mint. Like, I think I am good, good, good. I figured it out. Just get the, exactly, just get the wind in your face. After that, you're good. Ooh, take a hit, take a hit, and just keep going, right? Out of nowhere, out of nowhere, someone starts shaking my shoulders. Like, just start shaking me. Start shaking me. I'm like, what the fuck? So I crank the wheel I crank the wheel to the left and then I feel hands on the wheel cranking it to the right and then I crank it again back to the left. Then we start to spin out and we hit a snowbank and like we're deep in the snowbank. We're deep in the snowbank and I'm just shaking up. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look over at my buddy and he's looking at me and he's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and he is freaking out. And I'm like, it's always the guy sleeping. I wake someone, you fucking know, what are you doing, man? Well, that's, blah, blah, blah. well, that's what I said, right? That's my initial thought. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Why would you grab me like that? He's like, I woke up <laughs> and your head was on my shoulders. So I don't know what the hell was happening, but you passed out behind the wheel. Oh, and you woke me up. I grabbed the wheel to try to get us back Yo, on the road, and you grabbed it the other way. <laughs> so, so did you guys get each other's insurance, like driver's license? <laughs> Bro, we're in the same car. The thing is, that was the joke, man. Yeah, that was the. We'll continue. We hit this snowbank. We get out of the car. We're all flummoxed. We get out of the car. We look around. This is the only break in the road. This is the only break in the road for about three miles either way. Like if we turned, if we pulled off and done this anywhere else, we'd be straight in the ditch. Yeah, but you just go over the boulevard, right? Like, oh, we'd be straight. No, it's just ditch on that side. We're like straight in the ditch. Oh, okay. Straight in the ditch. That's it. We hit the only break where there's actually a snowbank built up that sucked in our car. Now we're like, okay, we'll try to reverse. We're not going anywhere. Like, that's it. We're deep in. Out of nowhere, the only other car on the highway comes by. It's a big-ass truck. And the guy's like, what What happened to you guys? Explain to him. He's like, do you guys need me to pull you out? Because we start calling the other guys, like our friends. No one's around anywhere. No one's answering their phones. The guy's like, do you need me to pull you out? Like, pull pull us out? Like, how would you even do that? 
takes a giant chain from the back of his oh, car. This guy, oh, this guy was waiting for this. You know he's going up and down the highway <laughs> with his newly bought whatever chain contraption right. trying to pull people out, man. Let's be honest Yo, this like is, my, That's like my dad's favorite show, man, like that Ice Truckers. It's <laughs> yeah. like Mr. Clown. It's, the same, Mr. <laughs> it's the same shit every episode. It's literally a truck going off the road. These guys come in, like, flip it back to normal, and then they just move on. Same well, that show. guy was our savior. That guy was our savior, man. This art. guy put the chain on the back of his truck, tossed it in our car, pulled us out, ended up like pulling off like the bumper or whatever. But hell, we were just glad to be alive. So we look back at that all the time. Every uh, Christmas Eve or whatever, we'll do uh, either a cheers in person or a virtual cheers where Wait, you guys we are call friends? The- yeah, still friends. Not the chain guy. The, the guy I was in the crash with. Well, no, I'd rather be friends with the chain guy than the guy who <laughs> took you off the road. Well, the guy that took us off the road was me. Yeah, but then any time, like, it's like someone bring a bottle or, like, pizza or something, Bell will always have to pay because he owes him his fucking life, so it's better not to, <laughs> it's better not to know this Christmas guy. Eve miracle, man. We should have been We should have been dead. We should have had a post. That I was insane. I pizza every uh, Christmas. I'm down for that. That's the only, hey, that's a fair thing to do, eh? Yeah, but you, yeah, you. hopefully he's listening. If you're if you're listening, Chain Man, let us know, man, and I will definitely start sending you a pizza. Kind of rude, guy. I didn't even get his number. Say, I feel like you didn't even really say thank you, man, for what you're for what you're saying. This guy acted like it was the most routine thing in the world. Like I guess that's what living that's out in the country you. is. But he was just like, yeah, boom, 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 pulled us out, no problem. There's no way we're getting out of there. We thought we were gonna have to sleep in. Because our guys were at Atrig, our foes. Because this was before all the extra towers that we have and the great cell reception that we have in some of these rural areas now. And it was just a gong show. But lesson learned. And that was. Uh, you guys thought you would have to uh, do a favor for him? <laughs> yeah. Thought we were, yeah. Thought we were going to be out there plowing fields or worse. So just glad that things worked out the way that they did. And that's our Christmas Eve miracle. So, so. basically, what you're saying is don't snowboard. No, great trip. It was a fun trip up until then. <laughs> Take a plane, maybe. Take a plane. I would be down to learn to snowboard, though. To Me too. Yeah, I want to. I want to learn. I think it would be fun. But I want to. Look at this. But man. I don't want to go basics. Like I just want to go go hard or go home. That's <laughs> the thing. The best place to learn actually is the mountains because your runs are so much longer. Yeah, you actually like, get a feel for it. Exactly. Like I don't want to be like yeah. you know, going down a garbage hill and be like, yeah. Man, like, I don't want to be that guy. A thirst world problem snowboard trip would be insane. Look at this. Seeds are planted. The seeds are planted. This reminds me of when I went skating for the first time when I was like 100 pounds more. I didn't know, really know which skates to buy. <laughs> this is probably like five, six years ago. So I didn't really know what skates to buy or like which ones were actually good and stuff like that. When I bought them and went, I didn't buy like, because my feet were way wide, right? So I didn't get the, I was supposed to get the W width, like the bigger width, so, but I only got the normal D width. Like the, uh, and, um, like the Monarchs, Nike Monarchs. Yeah, basically. So it, it it matters a lot for skating because the boot is so rigid that like your foot will mold to it. But like a lot of people will actually, as weird as it sound as it sounds, is this is a common thing is they'll put their skates in the oven. Like you put your skates in the oven and you let the glue heat up, and then you put the skates on and then you just walk around like the house with the guards on. The glue changes to your foot, right? And this never occurred to me or worked for me or anything. So. I went skating and it wasn't right for me to skate and my my feet were just 
ripped apart every time I went skating, but I, I kept at it and you guys should try it actually. Skating's it's it's really fun, man. Like you when you really learn how to like stop properly and like move properly and stuff, it's it's actually one of like the really fun you start looking forward to it. So I kind of stopped because my my skate broke, like the bottom of the blade kind of chipped. I don't know how that happened, but uh, I think I'm going to get back into it. Actually, I think I'm going to get some skates probably like next week or something and uh, go because there's nothing else to do, right? So Fair enough. Look at that. B's getting back into it. Would you go, Nick? Let B go. teach you how to skate? No, you, can, you, you can't get me to skate. Don't care. I have no care for it, man. You guys can, you guys can do it. I have no care for it, man. At this stage of my life, it's pointless for me. <laughs> I remember like I remember like the first time I went, there's like these kids just like at the thing, like, just like drinking and stuff like that. Like <laughs> you get there and just like all the like it's like little kids and stuff, right? Like teenagers. And they're just like drinking and they have like little bottles and stuff like that. It's it's not the most wholesome thing as you think it is on like fucking TV and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really funny. I was frankly stunned, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> These guys are just drinking small samples. And- I'm just, my feet are just ripped apart. My ankles can't even handle it. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Man, I'm so gutted. I've been trying so hard to get a PS5. Today was a launch of the, there was a PS2 themed PS5. So basically, sorry, a PS5 for oh. the theme of a PS2 custom made. And man, I tried getting it. I, I can't do it. I might have to get an Xbox. I, I might have to just <laughs> get an Xbox now, man. Here's my question then. What's your what's your rush for PS5 or even an Xbox right now? Like what what's the title that you're dying to play on the next gen? It's not the title, man. It's like uh I think it's just it's just it's that checkbox, man. You gotta check that off. You know? Oh the status. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I just wanna do a meme with it. I have this perfect meme. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin. Once I get one, I'm gonna post it. It's gonna be the greatest meme you'll ever see. This guy thinks he's going viral off of this. That's it, why it he wants will, it so bad. It will right? go viral, man. It will. Hey, man, we we should be happy about this too. Then, <laughs> yeah, make it sure you post that viral. to Israel Frog. It will go viral. Speaking of viral, I I put a video out. So you guys know me very well. I I go on TikTok and I always send you guys like videos and shit right i know you guys don't look at them but i just do it because that's just the way i am but i I decided to post a video that i still had i had in my like camera roll and basically it was this dude he was like praying and he like tried to step back and like fell over someone i thought it was hilarious (laughs) now if you guys ever want to go see it go see it and so i posted it and what really like opened my eyes was just the comments. Like this, this probably right now I think it's at like two hundred and fifteen thousand views. I'm not even exaggerating. That's literally two hundred and fifteen thousand views, man. That's this video's gone. You couldn't put an at Thirst World Pod at the bottom of every TikTok you put out, or what? So, anyways, I've noticed the comments. A lot of people were laughing. Some people were like, you know, this isn't this isn't funny. This is, uh, you know, you're in secret grounds. You shouldn't be making fun of people and stuff like that. 
I've I've I got a few like threats like oh next time if I ever see you you know you shouldn't be doing that to people I'm gonna I'm gonna come after you and stuff. <laughs> obviously, obviously in broken English, right? So you just realize that there's always gonna be somebody that just always gonna take it as a different perspective, right? And but yeah, I, I just I like that just like came on top of my head here. So like, I just thought it was very weird because. The video was pretty simple. Somebody fell over. It's you know, it's a simple joke. Somebody fell over, and it was just funny, right? But people were just like, you know, it's not funny. You know, this guy is like, how do you know this? Maybe this guy. <laughs> Different scenarios and shit, right? It's, obviously, I was trolling hard on everyone here, but that. But I just, I just wanted to throw that out there. What's one thing that you guys ever like encountered? where you didn't think anything big of it, but it was actually, some people just took it and stretched it out so far where you're just like, okay, just, just relax. It's not even that big. Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Off the top of my head, the last time that I, that happened. Well, you guys are thinking, so there is at the time there was like, I guess Vine, right? And uh, I forget the guy's name, but apparently this guy came out with a video and I just said this was this was corny. And I guess all of his fans like were just <laughs> were just trying to attack me. Like there's probably like a hundred thousand fans. Like my my Twitter account got bombarded, man, with all these like just people trying to roast me. It was it was like it wasn't funny, but like I just I just realized how crazy people get when it comes to something that they it's dear to them and them something being dear to them is like a joke for us right so maybe all that will paint the picture a little bit more like have you guys ever encountered anything like that or you maybe even in person well the last the last time something like that happened to me where something was over exaggerated or someone took it super personally what was happening just out for a night. It was someone's birthday. We were out at a night. We we're at a bar around here. And <laughs> you're a few drinks in. You're just laughing, having fun, and we're just scanning the room and doing whatever. And for whatever reason, there was this one guy that every time I laughed or was laughing or whatever, we just made eye contact for whatever reason, right? Like just like that <laughs> odd thing where like I'm over here, I'm laughing, ha ha ha. And I look or just meet eyes with this guy. And he's looking up and like, whatever. And it happens a few more times. So I just give like a, like a cheers kind of thing. We, you know, we're looking at each other. So I'm like, well, I don't know. This is awkward. Just raise a glass and turn back towards my friends and whatever. And someone tells a joke again and start laughing. So I guess this guy figured that I was laughing at him the entire time. And <laughs> like the entire time. And I don't know what it was. He was a shorter guy, so I don't know if it was like the Napoleon complex. I don't know what it was, but he just came up and just like pressed up. Mountain. Well, he comes up and like just presses up against me, right? And I'm not oh. <laughs> like I don't acknowledge him really or do anything. And then I don't know, like that little shoulder nudge where you like turn your body and you, like try to put a shoulder into somebody. Right, I play basketball. I play down in the post. I I know how to use my body. I know whatever to accept a bump or whatever. So I just kind of like held my ground, and <laughs> and 
And then, like, I guess he wasn't ready for me to be, like, braced or whatever. And, like, bumps back. And he's like, <laughs> that's just thing. He's like, why are you always over here laughing? Like, you got a problem? Why are you always laughing? Because <laughs> like, I'm hanging out with all my friends. Like, <laughs> we're just having drinks. <laughs> I'm hanging out with all my friends. Like, like, it has nothing to do with his you. His friends just disperse. Like, <laughs> no, that was the thing. We're all just sitting there and, and we're well, laughing. And we're like, all just sitting we're trying to just try, <laughs> just try to diffuse the situation. I'm like, yo, whatever, no, man. No, we said we wanted to go home two hours ago. <laughs> yeah. See what happens when you don't leave. Yeah. If you thought it was some kind of thing, whatever, we'll, we'll buy you a drink if you want, but. Bro, like, just basically too old for this shit. Whatever. I got nothing. I don't even know who you are. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. He takes off and go back to having a night. And once again, just start laughing. Start laughing. Someone comes over. They're walking by. And it's a girl this time. She's like, oh, like, why are you, uh... Why are you guys uh, laughing? We're like, oh, it's our buddy's birthday, what and like, we're just, well, I know we're just having fun. We're just having the fun. The funny thing is, you guys answer it every time, like properly too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh no, yeah, yeah, we're just laughing. Like, <laughs> that's not a very valid question in like a bar. Well, yeah, I know, I know, but we were. That was the thing. It's like you know, we're just out having a good time, whatever. The problem, just a nice. You're a, just a nice asset to the community, you know. Just a, <laughs> just a nice guy. That's what I thought. The problem is though. This little guy, <laughs> this little guy is watching this interaction and she, she looks over towards him and we're there still having our conversation. I didn't realize who she was looking at. We start laughing again <laughs> and now this guy is fucking pissed. He comes storming over like just like this miniature little ice cube. This miniature little ice cube looking mofo just comes storming over. <laughs> and he's like, yo, why are you talking to my girl? <laughs> We're just like, <laughs> That's the dumbest thing. That's well that well that it was just a stupid thing. We're like, we weren't talking to her. She came over, started talking to us. Just I didn't know you guys question. were together. Right? Like, like, guy, I don't know what you're looking for tonight, but it's not here, man. Just like I said, we're just trying to have a good time. And this guy just want like he just wanted to fight or whatever. And like, yeah. We just we just took off. We're like, man, we weren't even laughing at you once. Now we're gonna laugh at you and we're gonna leave. So here, here, have your bar, but How tall whatever. Was it? it Oh, he was probably under five feet. He like under five, five feet? or just under like he was tiny. That's you what were, I'm trying to say, you man. Terrified of this guy. I never said I was terrified of him, Bro, but I'm saying we were we were leaving anyways. Out and out like, of Jermaine O'Neal punched him at that <laughs> extension. <laughs> <laughs> Little Q was taking everything personally, man. This guy was taking everything personally, and I don't know what it was, but hey, it was a fun night. We were, like I said, we were laughing from the time we got in till the time we left. You could have picked him up by his jeans, man. That I mean, that was the thing. Was and the other people I was there with, like I, he's lucky. Like we avoided getting a case that night. Like it was one of those things where. If he'd got what he wanted, he wouldn't be walking now. And it was just a ridiculous thing where he thought he took something super personally for no reason. For no reason. Repeatedly, he well, took this and well, wouldn't let it slide. Him. You really laughed at him, though. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Even if we were laughing at him, there was no way he wanted that smoke, man. Like, oh, I can't believe but we weren't. I can't believe I'm That's hearing all this. This is crazy. 
Yeah, I just saw, I just heard of two things I've never heard about Bill. <laughs> Snowboarding and him trying to punch someone out in the club. <laughs> now, I, ne- I didn't want to punch anyone out in the club. And that's why we left. And like I said, it was not direct as a little cube, man. Little Cube had an attitude problem, man. I think Hope he's listening. I think it's illegal for you to punch somebody who's like a foot shorter than you. <laughs> he didn't realize that. Like he was just trying to tee himself up. Looked like a little tee ball there, his. man. There's that's crazy. Man. Should just arc it with him. Should have hit a home run. Tiny little cube head. <laughs> there would literally be all body punches for him, man. But <laughs> <laughs> back there, my core was good, so I wasn't worried about nothing. But I mean, that's the thing. People can take things personally and internalize a whole bunch of things that you don't even realize are happening, man. So that's fucked. Little fucking ice cube. B in ten words describe how you felt about the Capitol Hill attacks. It was a terrorist attack, and if you didn't see it coming, you were stupid. And I'm just gonna and, and I'm just gonna add I'm just gonna add something. I don't care about the ten. It was a terrorist attack. You sh- you should have seen it coming. Like a lot of people knew this rhetoric was building. And three, if you laughed or joked about Trump, or you or you spread things like you know he does this for the economy and all, you enable you enable that to happen. So you're just the same way as uh, these other guys because you built you built them up to this. So that's what I gotta say about that. In quick. There you go. I think you pretty much echo a lot of what we were feeling and saying because, you know, we wanted to have a fun recording and we didn't want to get into a lot of that stuff. And there's not much to say about it. We haven't already said and covered. And it well, yeah, was... we've, the cool, crazy thing about this is we've been saying this for months and months and months leading up, right? We've been saying that this is what this dude is. And. He did it, man. I won't lie. I was shocked when you guys, I remember in the chat, you guys were talking about it. And by the time I had to be able our time to check and see the, some of the pictures and stuff you guys sending, I didn't believe it at first. I was like, man, these guys just watched a Facebook rabbit hole or something. This is fake news. By the time I actually was able to sit and look at the news, just, just stunning, man. It was, it was one of those things where it showed you clearly the divide that actually exists. And it was the most ridiculous, ridiculous thing that I, where the police are helping these people. I, that was, that was it for me. I had, man, I had to turn off the TV. It was just too much buildup. Just so tired of seeing the same thing. And you said it be, if you didn't see something like this coming, it's crazy, but to actually witness it and to see the police helping. That's, I know. I, like I said, I I got no words for that, man. Um, I think the biggest thing is uh, it was uh, entitlement. Everyone, these guys are always feeling entitled to things. Um, it just it just showed that there's so much work to be done. That's one of the the, the craziest things about this whole situation. It was just white privilege, entitlement. It just shows that there's two Americas. And their history seems like has just been a shell of what everyone always thought because they always tried to make America so big and 
you know, we, we did this and that and, but it just, it just shows that there's so much that needs to be done, uh, needs to be corrected. The fact that the police helped out was so sad and it's, it's, it's kind of embarrassing. Right. And that's then it's proving a point that you get all these people saying, well, you know, not all, not every police officer is like that. The ones that are good and the ones that are bad, they're just, they're on the same team, man. End of the day. So it's really up to those ones that are doing good to stop the ones that are doing bad. But if you're not stopping them, then you're, you're as liable as, as the, the one that's doing bad. So if you're allowing them to see that and you see it, why aren't you doing anything about it? Right? The fact that these guys were okay to go in there and, you know, they like they man they like I was reading just before we started like they were throwing they were throwing their own shit man all over the place they literally brought shit and started throwing stuff all <laughs> over the place man what makes somebody think that like what's that gonna do right I don't know if you guys like I don't it's know if you guys seen the girl very uneducated and yeah I don't know if you guys saw that girl like saying that she got mazed. Yeah. But oh, yeah. but she had like if you look at her towel, there was onions. She had onions in their towel. And she was yeah. just rubbing it in her eyes, man. Well it shows you the and power of propaganda, right? Like we propaganda. a lot of the times we hear stuff like in the past and like how did these people like end up doing this or how did you know Hitler get all these people behind him and like it's the power of propaganda, it's the power of like being stuck in these social bubbles and like if if you're not educated enough to be able to think critically to get out, man, you're you're gonna you're gonna get swallowed by it, right? Yeah, and it's literally all critical thinking. And you know, like another scenario is there is this lady showing like with a bloody eye. I guess like she got beaten up there, and basically this girl like tweeted out, "Hey, that's my mom." She basically told me I couldn't go to a BLM movement, but she decided it was great to go there and. And look what happened, right? So it's kind of like the tables have turned. So it's like, it's just unreal how people can think that this is what normal is. What a lot of people are saying is to do, you know, 25th Amendment, when reality is that's probably the worst thing you can do. Realistically. Well, he's going to try to, well, he's going to pardon himself. Power, right? And you're giving it to Mike Pence. Mike Pence is all he's going to do is pardon him. And if you pardon him, everything that he's done, is basically clean slate. There's nothing nobody can ever do. Well, it's not going to happen. You can't do that. So by him holding on to these few days, basically, you know, Middle East wants him. You know what's really funny about this stuff is like it really shows because the Middle East used to love him until until this stuff happened, right? And when and also the Republican Party, man, these guys. We're going to object to the electoral college vote because they think that they're going to take over his base when he's gone and then they'll get the 70 million. They just did themselves in, man. They lost the White House. They lost the House, the Senate. He just gave everything away at the end. He just crumbled. And and that whole party's a laughingstock, man. I don't see I don't see a Republican president for the foreseeable future, man. He just he, he killed everything. Well, that's 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 one of the things that we say, but we have to remember too. It wasn't just the uneducated that that that, that, that they was able to swindle, right? Yeah, there was full fledged 
And like you mentioned earlier, it's like there's speakers that were in the house that were ready that had different statements prepared until they were attacked, right? Until it comes to their doorstep. And what's scary or what's the saddening thing about this to me is all the other things that he was doing and saying and all the other problems that were happening, they were all supporting, all supporting, if not directly, but indirectly supporting and as an intelligent person and for the positions that they well, got and Keep to, in mind, a lot of these people are lawyers and they know how law works and they, right? Well, exactly. But to, for, for them to get to this point and then try to deny that, no, you were just looking for loopholes and now at the end to be like, and even for Pence to finally, to finally be like, yo, I'm going to kind of disassociate myself from him and take an opposite stance. It's too little too late. It can't be just, and that was always my objection to a lot of Trump supporters where people were like, well, he's good on taxes or he's good on this policy or that policy. Okay, fine, fine. That might've been fine in the past for different candidates, but when you have someone that is so extreme and exciting and exciting hate and being obvious with his intentions, you can't hide behind one policy to be like, okay, well, he does all that other crazy shit, immoral shit that I don't agree with, but he does this one thing that I really like. At some point, you have to have morals of your own and be like, even though he's great for me financially, he is gr he is the most terrible thing to happen to this country and it's going to cause this kind of violence and this kind of division and i need to move away from that and we shouldn't be supporting them but they didn't do that until they started to lose something it's kind of like with you and wild wings you hated wild wings so much to a point where it, it closed down and then now you realize that you know it wasn't so bad <laughs> I, I didn't realize that, but it would it would be a lot a lot different if I was lobbying to get them back. And anyone resigning now within with like two weeks left? No, 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 no. No. I was reading an article today. Is there's so many people who are just not even showing up to work. They just gave up. So basically, this this whole government is literally someone's just leaving, and someone's just showing up. Yeah. And let's keep in mind, like he, he, they killed four. Like this is this number. Like I, like it should be jarring to people. It almost by the time he's out, that death toll is going to be up close to five hundred thousand people, man. Five hundred thousand, and they got the vaccine ready to go. All the scientists this whole time, man. They didn't even have posts set up for when the vaccine is going to come. The distribution. They could have been planning all of this, and now the U.S. is is they're not even going to be able to vaccinate people. Like honestly, like Dr. Fauci saying, we might not even have this done by mid June next year, man, 2022. And so this isn't this has put the world back. This is it's not a joke, man. This guy might have caused the most damage that any leader has caused. Uh, to any country, and that's no disrespect to any countries that have, you know, a Holocaust and, you know, crazy things like that. But in the developed world, this might have been the worst thing that's ever happened. Then. You know what? It, we could go on and we've gone on before. We've talked about this. And 
I know we had to cover this. A lot of people were asking what our opinions were, and we we're coming back from our break. We shared our opinions about this. Well, there is no opinion, right? I think that's a. I think that's the stupidest question, and that's. I think that's the dumbest question that anyone could ask. And you know, that's not to go at anyone asking that. That's very stupid because you could have asked that question two years ago when the extremism wasn't that crazy. If you're asking what's your opinion after what we saw in the last couple days, you should be asking what's what's wrong with myself before you ask that question. Because this is not an opinionated subject anymore. Right? So Well said, well said. And once again, we shared we shared our thoughts on it. We had to. We had to. We had to. We didn't necessarily want to come back from our break or our little holiday break and talk about and have this. I same didn't really mood, want to talk about this. Right? I'll be honest. With and you. have the same mood. We had a little fun earlier, but we felt that it's something that we should we should or had a responsibility to at least let you know how we felt. If you want to reach out, you want to let us know how you're feeling about any of this stuff. Once again. We always have that open door policy. Hit us up at Thirst World Problems on IG or send us an email. Hopefully the next time we talk to you, it's going to be in better times and we're going to be able to, you know, get that energy back that we left off. And make sure you uh, tell people about the show. Make sure you listen and share it. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Au revoir, suckers. Thanks for listening to the Thirst World Problems Podcast. For more exclusive content, follow us on Instagram at Thirst World Pod. Make sure to subscribe, like, and share.